This is All Truth, No Cap, a podcast for teenagers. If you would, take a quick second and follow, and I'll leave some feedback. If you do have a question or a topic you'd like to hear, let me know. Shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram, at BenMorrisseyYP, and uh, follow me if you'd like. Put a devotional on there each and every day, and uh, looking forward to hopefully seeing some of you follow. And uh, like I said, the whole goal in this podcast, and I know we missed last week, and uh, we could talk about that at a different time, but the whole goal here is to help you kind of navigate the world you live in. And um, we missed last week just because of some busyness and all that, but um, I'm looking... uh, I'm going to catch up. I'm going to do uh, two today, release them both today, and then also uh, we'll make sure we do one ahead of time because I'll be traveling back from uh, vacation next Saturday, so we'll make sure we have all that uh, ready to go. Um, but uh, like I said, looking forward to the opportunity once again to kind of get with you this evening and I kind of look at uh, some uh, a specific thought, uh, a character that we really... Um, we talk about in the Bible, uh, but not necessarily the direction we're going to talk about it today. Um, and so that's what we're going to look at. If you have your Bible, uh, go to the book of Job. The book of Job. And uh, a lot of times when we think of Job, we focus primarily on the first couple chapters. Uh, we focus on the fact that uh, Job uh, was a good man. Uh, the Bible describes him as an upright man, a man who has chewed evil, uh, describes him as a good man. And uh, he, or God describes him like that first and then describes him like that again to Satan. Both times he allows Satan uh, to attack him. And uh, you know, a little side note there, the fact that uh, I love the aspect that Satan could do nothing outside of asking God's permission. You know, sometimes we look at things and we think, well, uh, but is God in this or, or the devil's up? Well, if, if the devil's doing it, God's allowed it. Uh, in other words, he can't act independently. Uh, anything he does, he has to run through God. And uh, the interesting thing with that, and once again, I'm spending time on it, even though I said I wasn't going to, um, but the interesting thing is both times God brought Job up to Satan. There wasn't Satan didn't come, hey, you know what, have you seen Job? God said, hey, have you, have you considered my servant Job? And uh, trying to get Job to the next level as a, as a I believe, a Christian. I believe Job will probably be in heaven based on the, the story that we have. But I want you to, uh, in Job chapter 27, we're in the middle of um, the discourses or the, the conversations, the discussions uh, between Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar in Job. Um, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar were not very good friends at all. Uh, they were terrible friends, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, you know, it's one thing to have a, it's one thing to have a friend who uh, agrees with everything you say. Nobody wants a friend like that uh, because that's not a uh, iron sharpening iron, as the Bible says. But nobody wants a friend who blames them for everything or accuses them of everything. And, and in turn, uh, we find that's what we find here with Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. And uh, so, what I want you to see as we uh, look through here, we're going to look at one particular topic, uh, if you will, in Job chapter twenty-seven. Uh, the Bible says uh, Job is answering uh, Bildad, um, and uh, he mentions uh, Bildad has come against him and basically said, uh, "If you uh, you must be doing something wrong if, if God's allowing this, uh, not uh, you know, not we'll just you know trust God through it. It was well, you must have done something wrong. That's the only reason God would be allowing this." But Job makes a statement in uh, verse uh, chapter twenty-seven, verse four. He says, "My lips shall not speak wickedness, nor my tongue utter deceit." God forbid that I should justify you. Till I die, I will not remove my integrity from me. My righteousness I hold fast and will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me so long as I live. We find in there that word integrity. 
um, integrity, if you look it up in uh, the dictionary, uh, in the dictionary, the, or the uh, two definitions given for it, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles or moral uprightness. The second one is the state of being whole and undivided. We find integrity here, Job's described this way uh, here, and he's going to be described this way uh, in, uh, or I'm sorry, he's described that way at the beginning of the book as well, uh, when uh, his wife talks about giving up his integrity. And uh, Job says, I'm not going to do it back then to his wife. That's when he tells her, uh, you speak as one of the foolish women. And then I think he ducked after that. I don't know, it might just be in the Hebrew. It might not necessarily be in uh, this version. Uh, but I, I think when Job said, thou speak as one of the foolish women, I'm pretty sure that he ducked to avoid either being hit by a um, fly flying hand or something else flying at him. Um, but I digress, as happens often. But in Job chapter 27, uh, he's talking to Bildad, and he says, Till I die, I will not remove mine integrity from me. You know, there's a uh, way back uh, in the day uh, when the mob and the mafia were a... Um, bigger thing and they still exist today but nothing close to they were or what they were back in the 20s and in the 30s and even into the 40s with people like Al Capone and Bugsy Siegel all that kind of stuff um, but with those uh, with those men in particular think of Al Capone and the fact that uh, Al Capone had um, I think it was a couple hundred police officers in his pocket per se or they were on his payroll I think he had a couple judges um, and it, he would pay off whoever he needed to pay off to accomplish what he needed to accomplish if a policeman was coming to arrest this person or a policeman was coming to uh, stop this incident or a big uh, a, a, a person underneath Al Capone was coming up before a judge, he would simply send somebody uh, to pay off that judge or to pay off the policeman. And so they would look the other way and they could basically get away with whatever they wanted to. Uh, nowadays, obviously, we would call that bribery and technically the same term back then as well. But the statement has been made, and I've read it throughout books that I've read on the mob and the mafia, but the statement is made that every man has his price. Every man has his price. You know, you think, uh, what would it take for uh, you to do this or to do that? You think, uh, um, uh, well, working with teenagers, a lot of times, you know, you give, uh, you know, uh, I bet you won't do this. Okay, how much? Okay. In other words, you're saying, you know, for the right price, I'll do that. And obviously, you know, we're kidding and we're joking. And though you may seriously do whatever it is you're being dared to do, ultimately, you are, uh, you know, for sake of example, you are setting your price. In other words, this is where uh, I'm at. And uh, this is what I am willing to, uh, th for that price, I'm willing to do this. Uh, and regardless of whatever it is, you know, something you, in most cases very foolish, uh, not necessarily hurting you, but just something foolish. But you're, you're giving your price. Job here makes a statement. He says, till I die, I will not remove mine integrity from me. I wrote in the margin of my Bible next to that. I said, what or I put what price? What would it take for you to give up your integrity? What is your price? You know, the world, uh, the world is looking to destroy you and to destroy me. And uh, they're looking for that that perfect price. They're looking for that amount, uh, whether it be money, uh, it be fame and fortune, it be uh, status and maybe a social media realm, uh, it may be a, a different friend group. The world is looking or the devil is looking for your price and he's looking for uh, the opportunity to present that amount to you, whatever it is. And obviously I say amount, we think money, but present that thing to you, whatever it is. He's looking to present it to see if you'll buy in, to see if you'll follow, to see if you'll do what he's asking you to do. And Job here says, until I die, 
Nothing is going to remove my integrity from me. Nothing is going to keep me from uh, from keeping my integrity. Back to those two definitions we gave, nothing is going to keep me from being honest and having strong moral principles and living morally upright. Nothing is going to uh, separate uh, my soul or no- nothing is going to separate my being from what I know is to be or what I know to be right. And you think in our own lives, like I said, so often, none of us would stand up and say, well, for this price, I'm willing to compromise who I am. I'm willing to compromise my testimony. I'm willing to compromise my name. None of us would ever stand up and say that, yet we do by our actions. And our actions, you may have heard said before, our actions do speak louder than our words. And uh, we can say one thing, that's why the Bible talks in, uh, I believe it's Matthew Jesus is talking, and he's talking about the uh, the Pharisees, and he was talking about the fact that uh, you know they worship me in in uh, mouth, they worship me verbally, but their heart is far from him. In other words, they were saying one thing, but they were doing something totally different because their their actions did not match up with their words. So, in regards to what we're talking about here, back to integrity, Job says, "Till I die, I will not remove my integrity from me." A couple things I noticed. First of all, he says, "Till I die." There was no price. There was nothing he had determined a long time ago. You know what? It doesn't matter what comes along. It doesn't matter what what is offered to me. I still choose to maintain my integrity, to keep my integrity. You know, teenager, if you don't decide now what your stance is, what your belief is on different things, you're going to be, as the Bible says, blown about by every wind of doctrine. You're going to be blown about by the world as different ideas present themselves and people stand up with multiple PhDs and multiple degrees and they make a statement and say, well, this is what we know to be true. And because you haven't uh, determined a long time ago, this is what I believe, you're going to fall for that. Okay, well, well, then it must be true because they said so. Well, what does God have to say about it? And Job says here, till I die, I'm not going to remove my integrity. I'm not, I'm not going to get rid of it uh, till, the, till the day I die, till the day I take my dying breath. I'm going to preserve uprightness in my life. I'm going to live holy. I'm going to live a morally upright life. And so he says, till I die, that, he says, there was no, there's no amount of money, no amount of status, no amount of anything that would keep me from living morally upright. But then I, as we look at it, an interesting way he puts it, he says, till I die, I will not remove my integrity from me. You, capital Y-O-U, you are in control of your integrity. No one else is. People can tempt you. People can try to lure you astray. People can try to push you into wrong. But what it boils down to is you and I make the choice as to what happens with our integrity. And Job says here, till I die, I'm not going to remove that. I'm not giving that up. I'm not, uh, nothing will change my integrity. I'm going to keep it strong. I'm going to keep it uh, where it needs to be. We, We know that Job was not a Hebrew. Uh, in other words, Abraham uh, Abraham was a Hebrew, the father of Hebrew race. Job was not a descendant of the Hebrews, uh, based on where he lived and on all that. Um, but but Job was not. He was a a foreigner for you. He was a Gentile, if you will. But even he understood. You know what? I I'm going to live as the beginning of Job says. He he lived an upright life. He eschewed evil. He was uh, the quintessential Christian. If we would describe it that way and understand Jesus hadn't died on the cross, I understand all that. But but in regards to action, that is what we would want to model. That is who we want to model. And Job says, you know what? Till I die, I'm not giving that up. It doesn't matter what comes along. It doesn't matter what, what you uh, threaten me with. It doesn't matter what you try to bribe me with. None of that matters. I'm still going to stand strong. 
Now you think of it this way, you know, obviously I used uh, social media status and I used uh, money and I used different things like that. But let me put the shoe on another foot. What if it does come to the point of, for sake of, a, for lack of a better way to put it, martyrdom? You know, it's easy for us to say, you know, yeah, well, if the government came and knocked on my door and said, I can't preach Christ, guess what? I would do it. Okay. Well, are you presenting the gospel to people now? It's easy to, to make a blanket statement. Well, yeah, if, it, if people said I couldn't do it, I'm going to. Okay. Why aren't you doing it now when you have the freedom to do it? But what if the the government or whoever showed up at your door and said, you know what? Uh, we have, uh, we, you've been charged with being a Christian renounce Christ and we can uh, this will go a lot smoother this will go a lot faster you know we read and I've told you before I think each and every one of you should read through Fox's book of martyrs uh, I wouldn't sit down and read it all at once uh, because it can be a a heavy heavy book but as you read through there and you see the victories uh, that the different martyrs had and once again in the world's eyes well they died how's that a victory they have, you have to understand, Christ sees things totally different than you and I do. And the martyrs were a group of people that said, you know what? As Job said, until I die, I'm not going to remove my integrity from me. I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be. It doesn't matter what you threaten me with. It doesn't matter what you uh, try to bribe me with. I'm going to do what's right. And that's what the, uh, the uh, martyrs, that's what they faced. And we know for sure, I mean, they, the history says there's between 2 and 7 million Christians buried in the catacombs in, uh, in, under Paris right now. That's just Paris. That doesn't, that's not under Rome. That's not under, uh, not under all, the other, uh, or all the other catacombs throughout all the Catholic world. They say that's just in Paris. And you think that's terrible. We look at it once again through human eyes, but it's a group of people that lived in victory because they said, you know what? We're not going to change what we believe just because you threaten us. We're not going to change our uprightness. We're not going to change our moral life just because you threaten us. And that's what Peter, or Peter, that's what Job says. He said, till I die, I will not remove my integrity from me. You know, teenager, I asked a few minutes ago, what is your price? You know, uh, what is, uh, what is it, what would it take or what would the cost be to get you to compromise? Is it status? Is it the affection of some boy or some girl? Is it, um, money, you know, I don't know what it is, but I believe each and every one of us will have an opportunity, a, a bad opportunity, but an opportunity nonetheless to compromise our integrity. What's your price? Are you going to be able to stand? Are you going to be able to say, you know what? It doesn't matter what you throw at me. Like Job here, Job lost everything, lost his kids, lost his uh, mules, lost his goats, lost his camels, lost all that. But he says, till I die, I'm not giving up my integrity. Your integrity is something that only you control. You determine what type of life you live. Well, I struggle with this. I str Okay, you're going to struggle. You're a teenager in 2022. The opportunities, the uh, the things that present themselves to you, they are difficult. But that doesn't mean you can't live with integrity. Doesn't mean you can't live an upright life. Doesn't mean you can't live a Christ-like life. 
you know, as a Christian, and you've heard this said before, I think I've said it before, as a Christian, you're meant to be a little Christ. You're meant to live like Christ, to be just like him. Are you? If people looked at you, would they see Christ? Your integrity is what they see. How do I become more like Christ? Well, as I always get to, your relationship with him. The more time I spend with him, the more like him I am. You know, I always talk about influence in a bad way. You know, you become what you hang around. You know, you hang around the wrong friends, that's what you're going to be. You hang or you, you listen to the wrong type of music, that's how you're going to talk and how you're going to act. But the same is true. The more time you spend with God, the more you'll be like him. The more time you spend with Christ, the more time or the more you'll be like him you see it goes both directions it, it, it uh the influence is going to be one way or the other i choose and you sh we each should choose to to allow god to be the main influence in our life when we do so that integrity reigns in our life a god-given integrity a christ-guided integrity guides our life and at that point we can say you know what till i die i'm not going to remove my integrity from me why? Because I know this is what Christ desires. I'm choosing to live like Christ. I'm choosing to live a holy life. You can threaten. You can do this. You can do that. You can make fun. You can tease. You can do this, whatever. But I'm not taking, I'm not letting my integrity go. My integrity is what I've got. You can take everything else from me. You can take my house. You can take my family. You can take my friends. You can take everything from me. But my integrity is determined by me. And that's what we find with Job here. Job says, till I die, I will not remove mine integrity from me. So teenagers, I asked earlier, every man has his price. What's your price? Do you have a price? Or have you determined now, regardless of how old you are, you know what, if that time comes and if that opportunity presents itself, I'm going to stand strong. I'm going to stand firm. Because if you don't decide now, when that opportunity or that time comes, you're toast. And I'm just putting it bluntly, putting it on the bottom shelf for you. So you have to determine now, you know what? This is what I know to be right. This is I know what this is what I know Christ desires, what Christ wants. This is what I'm going to do. Till I die, I will not remove my my integrity from me. Well, I hope that's been a help to y'all. And as I've said before, if you get a chance, uh, shoot me some feedback, shoot me a message, Instagram and Facebook, uh, you Lighthouse Teens, uh, most of you have my number. And uh, just shoot me a message if you have a question or a topic you'd like to hear. I'd be more than happy to help you with that and uh, use it as a, an episode here on the podcast. And uh, hope you have a good uh, rest of the week. Hope you have a, your relationship with God is developing and strengthening. Obviously, most of you are out for the summer, so take that opportunity. Spend some extra time with Christ. Uh, read read his word spend some time with him don't just pray for the things you need but just pray for him to make you into the man or the woman that he wants you to be well i hope everything's gone well like i said we'll see you all next week